Hey guys, you're listening to the Turning Point Podcast, where we talk about life lessons and how turning points can shape our journey. This is episode nine, careers and passions. I'm doing things in this episode a little bit different. I usually tell you guys where to find resources at the end of the podcast, but because this particular episode is going to have a really important resource available to all of you guys in Patreon, I wanted to start off by that. Right now, you don't know what it is, but as I continue in the podcast, you will learn what it is. But you can uh, contribute to the podcast and get those resources by going to patreon.com slash turningpointpodcast. And I'm not sure yet, but I'm looking to also open a podcast shop where you don't want to contribute to the podcast. You can also get those resources in the shop. Um, They're great resources. I've been seeing a lot of people taking advantage of them. So I wanted to make it available in different areas uh, for, for everyone here. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, share it with a friend, share it with a stranger, share it with anyone that you think that would benefit from it you can share the itunes link spotify link the google play link or even the website turningpointpodcast.com and they can learn a little bit more about that podcast there and then go to their favorite podcasting app and listen to all the episodes that i have uh, as of now in today's episode i wanted to talk a little bit about careers and passions and i know it sounds corny you know every time we put those two words together We just assume that we have to find a passion and that we have to find a job that aligns with that passion. And it doesn't happen all the time. Um, But I don't want this episode to be corny. And the reason why I'm doing this particular episode is because a lot of the content shared on the podcast by by myself or uh, some of my guests is usually for creatives and influencers and entrepreneurs. And I also wanted to have some content for those that are looking for their next, you know, nine to five job, or they are actually looking for, because they either got laid off or because they're looking for a new opportunity. Either way, I wanted to make an episode dedicated to them and for them that gives them some good content, some good ideas that they can actually uh, put into action afterwards. I think the main thing is that when we're looking for a job, we tend to have in our to-do list of we're not to-do list, in our must-have list. Um, this job, you needs to pay the bills. And that's all we care. We don't look at the bigger picture out there. We don't look at other things that that job ne- needs to fulfill. As long as it pays the bills, that's what we look for. And hey, I've been there. I've been either in a job that I wanted to find a new opportunity because it wasn't working out anymore, or I've been laid off, or the company closed. or So, so you're kind of in a time crunch and you're feeling the pressure to find this new job. So again, your punch list is literally finding a job that pays the bills quick. And you don't take into consideration anything else. And you might like it at the beginning, and then eventually it becomes a routine. And slowly, you start having... Um, you're, you're not as happy as you used to be in the job. It still pays the bills, but now you're falling into this routine, and you're unhappy. And you don't have to have a nine to five job that you completely hate. We all have days where we don't want to work, where we're unhappy, where we feel blue, whatever it is. But at least if you have a job that you are 
interested in what you're doing, you're still going to have those bad days. Even creatives and influencers and entrepreneurs and people that are doing their own business every day, they have those days because we're human beings, right? And we don't feel the same way every day. And we can be sick and we can be tired and we can be exhausted and drained or just don't feel like dealing with things today. And we postpone it to tomorrow and, and things like that. And And it's okay to feel that way. I think when you're looking for a job, you should follow the GPV formula. And I've heard of this before and I've read about it before. Not a lot of people know it. And some people know it. And again, it's going to sound corny. But I think it's really important to, and I'm going to go over it. But I think it's really important to start off with the G, which are your gifts, right? Consider your strengths when you're looking for a job. What are you good at? And some people are good naturally at some things and some people are good at some things that took them time and work to get good at those things. But when you're looking at a job description and you're looking at those different bullet points, see if you're good at least at three or four of those bullet points. That means you're going to be a good fit, right? And when you apply for that job, highlight that you're going to be really good X, Y, and C thing. For that reason, they should consider you and maybe hire you. The passion, right? That's the P in the formula. Asking yourself, what do you care about? I have known many people, many people, and with families that have worked in tech companies, and they later on, they find a job that they're a little bit more passionate about, and they go to a nonprofit where they're not making the same amount of money, but they make it work. They make it work because this is where they're happy. They make it work because they can make enough money to pay the bills and pay things that their family needs, especially if they're the uh, head of the household. And for them, the P in the formula is the most important thing. So they find a happy medium in how do I find a job that at least gives me the amount of money that I need to survive every year because I have already a budget and I have an idea how much I need, but I also am doing something that I care about. And the last thing is V, values. And this one is important. And, and I personally, in the formula, not necessarily focus so much, and believe it or not, on the passion. I focus more on the gifts and the values. And the values are important because it's all about your lifestyle and your personality. What kind of job fits that mole? That you can do whatever you want to do before work or after work or during lunch, maybe it fits, maybe you can leave work earlier because you come in earlier and that gives you an opportunity to pick up your kids from school, spend more time with them. Whatever it is your that your lifestyle is, if that job gives you the opportunity to do it, then great. Then maybe that's what you focus on, right? But the formula is important to start looking for that next gig. I came across an article the other day, a New York Times article that is over 10 years old, titled, When it comes to careers, change is constant. Society tends to put a negative twist to that. Even companies, when they're recruiting a new employee, they'll do the same. They'll ask you, why did you jump from this job to this job? Without understanding, maybe you got laid off from that job, maybe that company closed, whatever it is. There's multiple reasons, but they tend to put a negative twist to that. I have been in the job market many times and for several reasons. 
And each and every time has been a learning experience. And I've realized that I never really share that with anyone. In conversations, maybe at a bar with a friend, just casually having a drink. I haven't shared everything that I have learned from looking for a new job. And the pressure that you feel when you're really in a rush to find a new job. Because you have a family that depends on you. And you don't really know what to do. If you've been working for 10 years and this happens to you, I'm pretty sure you don't even know where to start. You probably don't even know what LinkedIn is, right? You don't even know what Indeed is. You don't know where to start looking for a new opportunity. And when I realized that, I really wanted to put everything that I know down and share it with uh, with you guys, with the listeners, and see if there's someone out there that has uh, that is experiencing this currently. How can my experience help you? And the first thing that I did was... Um, not a, a big fan of Excel, but I'm going to tell you is the only way to really capture the what I'm trying to explain to you guys. Um, so bear with me. So I went to Excel and uh, I built a workbook. And the, the first page kind of highlights like a couple of steps that you should do before you even attempt to uh, go and find a new job. And a lot of things that people don't tend to do, right? You, you need to leverage your LinkedIn. You really need to put yourself out there. Right now we're living in a world where your persona or your brand online is everything. If you don't really have a good one, no one's going to really give you the time of day. So in that first cheat, I kind of highlight a few things that people should do um, in order to to get that new job. It's starting from LinkedIn to your resume, to how to draft it, how to make an about me page for free that you can link to that, to your LinkedIn, how to really pop out how to really go to meetups and start meeting people that can connect you to other recruiters, how to keep motivated, how to not, not lose right your, your cool while you're looking for a new job, um, some tips for that, how to find your next role and make sure that it's in a company that you really uh, could see yourself there, how to grow that network, and how to find perhaps a hiring manager for that role so that you can connect with them and see if you can maybe work with this person, right? If you if you can see yourself, because sometimes personalities don't align. You get into this job that you feel that you love from the job description. You had a great experience interviewing. Then it comes down to the hire manager. You're back in the same boat a year later, sometimes maybe sooner. So you didn't think about all that. Another thing that I've learned in my experience is that I started just throwing my resume out there. Started throwing it. Whatever seemed like something was the right fit, I would just do that. I applied to so many jobs that then when they would come back to me, I wouldn't even know who that company was or what the role even was. So scrambling around, trying to see if I sent an email, did I apply through LinkedIn, did I apply through Indeed, did I, because I was desperate, right? And mind you, I, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I moved to San Francisco, then I relocated to New York. So I've been having to find jobs because I've made different life decisions to live in different uh, places. So that led me to having to find another job. It's not like I had a remote job like I currently have that if I decide to move, I can most likely uh, keep my job if I stay probably around the same uh, time zone. So I realized I was very unorganized and that doesn't help because that's not going to help you make the right decision when you're looking for a job and that's what you want to do. You want to make the right decision. You don't want to go through this process all over again. So the second sheet in this workbook has different columns. And the first column is going to tell you um, company name. And it's like a process chart. And you're going to put the company name there. You're going to go over 
to the next column and say, what kind of role did you apply for, right? Is this a, uh, I don't know if you're in tech, I am, so I'm just going to go through examples of, of the tech industry. Was it like a product manager role, as an engineering role, whatever it is. The next column tells you what the status is. Did you apply? Are you in the second interview? Are you in, I don't know, the... Um, the phone call, the first screening call, a test. Sometimes they give you a test in, in the tech industry. The next one is going to be contacts, right? Who are you, how are you speaking with right now, right? Like it could be a recruiter. It could be the actual hire manager. You want to keep track of that person's name because that person is going to really be the one um, or, or maybe the window to that company if it is a company that you really enjoy. Um, then you're going to have some some uh, notes columns. You're always good to keep that in case you have to. And then it comes down to a really important part that I've learned the hard way. You really need to score a company. It sounds wild. It sounds crazy. They usually score you. You need to score a company. You need to see if it hits everything that you're looking for, right? And then that it could be, is the role challenging and fun? It's something that you see yourself doing and enjoying. And you might not enjoy it every day again, like I've said before. But it's something that you can see yourself doing. Was the recruiting process easy, right? Are you And you're going to rate all this from 1 to 10. The recruiting process is important because it's a big window into how organized this company is. You don't want to work in a company that's not really organized, that doesn't really have their ducks in a row, because this means that your workload will probably most likely look like that. It'll be a complete disaster. So the recruiting process is important. You want to know, do they have they done this before? Do they have a process? Because again, if not, it's going to be a disaster and a half working for that company. So you really want to make sure that the recruiting process, it doesn't have to be completely easy, but it should be a little bit structured. Uh, would you like to work with them? Is the next column. And I'm talking about the hire manager. You will most likely meet the hire manager through your interviewing process. So do you see yourself working with this person? Do you Did you kind of click? And sometimes you don't know the answer. You can score kind of like five there because it'll give you, it won't really destroy the score of the company. But again, it'll kind of give you some transparency as to, um, you know, if you really want to be part of that company because this hire manager is nice or not, or, you know, it could be a mentor or whatever, whatever your reasons are to, to kind of rate that hire manager. The commute, does it work for you? The commute is important because if you have two hours commute morning and two hours back, that's going to be a lot. And you're eventually going to be stressed out, tired, and this job is going to get old again. Like maybe another job that you had or the job that you got laid off of or whatever it is. You want to make sure that the commute is something uh, that you can really um, do with. If it's if your limit's 45 minutes and this company is maybe like 50 to an hour, you'll be like, okay, that's fine. I'm 50 minutes over what I wanted to do. I'll st- that's still reasonable, right? Flexibility. That's important. And this, uh, and this includes everything from working from home, PTO, sick days, personal days, perhaps uh, living early if you have an emergency, doctor's appointment. And you can definitely ask that in an interview. And you most of the time will interview with several people. So you can repeat the question and see what people say. And from that, score that. Because if most of the people are saying, yes, flexible, it's remote friendly, whatever it is, then you can see that there's a trend. And you can see if people are like, well, kind of. Kind of usually means that there isn't. 
they're not there's not really flexible and, and and people don't really know how to how to answer that the next column is how well can i do this role and this is the ability to execute you have to be honest with yourself right most of the time if you are a person that interviews well you'll get through all the interviews they'll hire you 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 know you were able to to talk the talk and walk the walk then it's your first day you have to do your job or maybe a week later since probably you're going to do some onboarding and you're freaking out because you realize hey I maybe I can't do this job maybe I don't have the skill set to do this I'm not prepared as I thought I was so you have to be honest with yourself the ability to execute the role is really important score that one to ten all of these columns you have to score from one to ten can I grow in this role personal growth that's really important because with personal growth comes money more money promotions uh, salary increases bonuses Uh, so personal growth is important because if you have a young family now and you want to grow your family you're probably going to need more income in order to do that or if you're young and you're not married yet and you want to get married whatever it is or you love to travel or whatever reason it is you have a family member that you have to care for and you need that money personal growth is really important and it makes you feel good it makes you feel good when you start at the bottom and then you grow up to you know be a manager or be a director or whatever it is it's a great feeling so even for feeling great feeling happy feeling accomplished and at the same time getting a little money with that do you believe in the mission the company mission and again, this you can rate based on whatever you want. Personal judgment is up to you. For me, the company mission is important. Some company missions are all led about uh, going after the money, going after the money. That means that they're going to treat people just like that. You're going to be a dollar sign. If their company values, if their company mission, and they're two separate things, but I like to put them hand in hand, kind of align with what you believe it, with your values, which is part of the formula that I discussed at the beginning, the gifts plus passion, plus values, if it aligns with you, then that means that you can give it a pretty high score and that's going to be great for you because then you'll feel that you're working in a, in a place that really cares for their people, uh, the mission is great, and that uh, it could lead to growth, to company growth, which could, led, uh, could lead to uh, growth for yourself as well. Then I have the last sheet of the workbook and it helps you calculate Salary. So what kind of salary are you looking for? Base salary, bonuses, and stock if it applies. And it gives you kind of like a structure of what you are looking to have. And then what are you going after and what are companies offering you? And the best way that I've, that I've thought in in the past to make a decision and very informed decision is once you finish scoring from the second sheet, uh, the, all the company values, uh, the ability to execute, flexibility, commute, and you finally get a number, and it could probably be, I don't know, 6.44 or 7.0 or 8.0 or something lower, you can then determine with your score and with the salary, this might be a good role for me, and I can move forward if they make you an offer. And again, this all varies because you could be scoring companies. You can be going through the interviewing process and then they don't offer you anything. But this is a simple way to do it, right? You have your steps on the first worksheet, on the sorry, on the first sheet of the things that you should do prior even applying. Use the second sheet to find and kind of score a company, see if it works for you. And 
you have the last one, which is the salary. And I like to leave the salary to the end and I don't score it because it's different for everyone. Uh, for me, salary would be very important, but to someone else, maybe not. Maybe for them, it's the working remotely, the PTO and the flexibility, and I'm okay taking $10,000 less a year. It all depends. It all depends. And that's why this system is great because it works for everyone um, because you can customize it as you will. And again, this uh, whole workbook with the formulas and the whole structure and the steps to do before you begin looking for a new job is available at patreon.com slash turning point podcast. And most likely um, either uh, today or, or by tomorrow, I'm, I'm starting to put the podcast shop and the podcast shop will have also those resources available for you to purchase and, and use and modify as you will. And I think it's a great resource for anyone that's looking for a, a new job, a new opportunity. And again, all my content is to motivate, to inspire, to just help people find that creative outlet um, and for influencers and entrepreneurs to share their experiences. But I wanted to share my experience of looking for that nine to five job because I made a lot of bad decisions. I took jobs that I knew in my gut. I had a gut feeling they weren't the best, but I needed a job at the time. So I came up with the system that has helped me in the past, after making horrible decisions, um, find the, the job that I have today where I'm happy. Um, I have the flexibility at the end of the day to close my computer, work on my podcast over the weekend, work overnight, whatever it is that I need to do. And that is very important for me. Um, for you, it could be something completely different, but I wanted to share this podcast with the listeners because if you're in this boat, I want to tell you, I've been there, I've heard you, and here's a possible solution that you can apply to your life. And with that, I wrap today's episode. If I sounded a little funky, I'm sorry, I'm sick or beginning to get sick. I'm not even sure what I have. Um, hoping to feel better soon because it's horrible. I can't really record like this. So I hope you really enjoyed it. I, I hope you really uh, take advantage of my of my experiences of the things that I've learned um, that I've shared with all of you if you are in the same boat that I was a couple of years ago where I was like a mad woman just looking around for a job and just doing all the wrong things because sometimes maybe even being a little patient you don't have to wait an extra month just a couple of weeks while you organize this and then start applying it makes a lifetime difference when you finally seal the deal and start that new role Again, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you love what I talk about, share it with a friend, share it with a stranger, share it with the dog, with the neighbor, whoever it is. And that would mean the world to me. Also, if you could leave a review in iTunes or a rating, that would also be great. But for now, peace out. See you next time. <laughs>